Indeed it does. And with me is uh, Dr. Rajvans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Good morning, Dr. Rajvans. Good morning. Yes, and it's a free clinic this morning. That means you can call us and ask Dr. Rajvans any questions about your health. 03-954-3333. We already have a caller. Uh, hi, James. What's your question? This regarding this foamy urine that comes out in the Facebook I see so many times. So when you urine, there are a lot of bubbles. I want to ask Dr. Rajban. I've checked with urologists and the other, other doctors. They said, what I see in the Facebook is that when you urine, there's a lot of bubbles. Is that a medical uh, kidney problem or it depends? It's, it's got to be really foamy, fully foamy before you have a kidney problem. Hmm, that's an interesting question. Foamy urine. Yeah, I mean, the best thing would be go and check your urine, you know. They do what we call a urine microscopy. Now, foamy urine could mean nothing, you know, just uh, it happens like that. Or it could mean things like you got protein leaking, you know, in the kidney. That means that's the oh. first sign of acute damage. Uh, a lot of times that happens for people who got hypertension, diabetes, or people who got kidney issues. Now, frothy urine, we thought the other thing is you worry if there's blood, but there's, uh, he said, uh, there's no sign of blood, just foamy urine. So, foamy urine, protein is one of the things you, you worry about. Uh, of course, because the infection, the other symptoms, they can't be dead. So I would only need to go and just do a urine microscopy where they look at all your full urine, you look at your sugars, your proteins, your the, anything leaking from the urine and uh, that will give him a good clue. If it's normal, then I wouldn't worry. All right. I hope that answers your question, James. Give us a call, 03-954-3333 or leave us a question on our DG Lightline at 16510-8888. Next, Bella says that every time she naps, she wakes up with a raging headache. What could that be? Well, Dr. Rajbans answers that next after Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man on Light. It's a HealthWise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans this morning. Bella, what's your question? Yesterday, I took a nap around 4 or 5 p.m. And I was napping for about an hour. When I woke up, I got a ringing headache for an hour or two hours. So my question is, why do I get a ringing headache? Don't I supposed to feel better after a nap? Why do I feel worse? Is this the first time it's happened to you? Um, no, it's happened to me plenty of times. Every time I take a nap. Do you take any paracetamol? I'm allergic. So Dr. Rajbans, what could it be? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, interesting that it happens just after a nap. So one of the first thing I think is whether it's, uh, you know, the way she slept, whether, you know, she has disturbed some muscle in the, this thing or whether she's got, mm-hmm. you know, some spondylosis or what that causing the headache uh, or whether it's just that, you know, she's not having enough sleep and she wakes up too early. So, so, you know, headache is something that's so difficult to actually diagnose. But there also can be other causes like your eyesight, your ears. Dehydration. You know, dehydration, uh, stress. But I'm just still worried any headache not diagnosed I would wonder to see a doctor mm-hmm. I mean even this year I picked up three patients who had headaches headaches which they thought were migraine which turned out to be actually tumors I'm not scaring anyone but oh you know goodness. so I would really really want someone to check out go and see a doctor or go and see a neurologist even better and see what they think about the headache and today with a simple CT scan you can diagnose a lot of things so if the, this is going on for some time I would really want her to get it checked up and not just sit on it and you know worry Alright well hope that answers your question Bella yeah I'd go get it checked out now you can call us on 03 Double three, or leave a voice note with your question on our DG Light line at 16 510 uh, says she has bad heartburn and doesn't want to continue taking antacids. We'll see what Dr. Rajbans has to say about that next after the traffic update and the Bee Gees here on Light. 
It's a HealthWise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. And on our DG Lightline, Chun has written in. She says, I have really bad heartburn and I'm taking antacids for it. But is there a way to heal this completely? My diet is quite bland. I don't take spicy food and I do eat on a regular schedule. Is this a sign of a more serious illness? Yeah, I mean, heartburn is uh, something again that you have to be a, a bit careful whether, you know, why, why are you getting heartburn if you are taking the right diet? Uh, I don't know whether you have another risk factor is of course things like smoking and stress you know mm. all this can increase of course there's other worries whether you're you know getting your valve there is not you know, strong enough so you have acid going up and that's causing heartburn uh, and chronic heartburn can lead to issues like esophagitis and even precancerous so most people whose heartburn is not going away with simple measures I would still want them to maybe see a gastroenterologist and just at least once get it checked up and see if it's not something more serious like an ulcer sitting there mm. or, you know and uh, uh, whether he needs to take something more stronger than antacids for a short while. People who have got like a peptic ulcer or celiac gastritis or esophagitis like GERD, you know, gastroesophagitis is what is called heartburn. They might sometimes have to go on stronger medication for a six weeks to two months to completely heal it right. while following their lifestyle. So I actually wanted to get it checked up. Okay, <laughs> take that advice, Chun. Take it seriously. Now, coming up, Kieran says he has pins and needles, that sensation in his mouth after he eats. What could it be? Well, we'll find out with Dr. Rajbans. Right now, here's Stephen Bishop. It might be you on Light. It's a HealthWise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, and that means you call us and we answer your, well, not me, but Dr. Rajbans will answer your medical questions. Now, Kieran, you had a question. So usually after um, having my pins, I have pins and needles in my mouth. So what is this about? Like, is there something that I should be afraid about? Is it after all meals, uh, Kieran, or after a certain type of meals? Spicy or, or you know, salty or what? Usually happens uh, after salty meals. How long does it last? It's there for like at least 15 minutes to 30 minutes. Hmm, interesting, Dr. Rajman. So your thoughts? Yeah, that's that's, uh, uh, that's an interesting question. You know, the simple thing I could say is, I don't know why that happens. <laughs> right, could it be yeah. MSG or yeah, something? Something, something. Pins and needles are more like a, either, you know, like nerves. Nerves normally gives you pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Sort of. So whether your nerves are getting disturbed by something, so whether it's just an allergy, like, like you said, whether it's MSG or some sort of food that's disturbing him. So, and he's got no pain, nothing, just pins and needles. And then it goes away. So I think it's probably a reaction to a certain food. So what right. you should do is see which are the foods causing it and whether it's the same type of foods, you know, whether the same place where it's eating and then try to change and see whether it goes away. Mm-hmm. So it could be a, a allergic to a food uh, but if it doesn't or it starts getting worse or it's, you know, it's getting more and more prolonged, then it's to go and see a dentist or some ENT doctor and see whether it's something, you know, causing damage to the nerves or some irritation to the nerves that's causing this. Alright, well I hope that answers your question, Kieran. Now you can call us on 039543 with your questions. Adam says he has persistent headaches and doesn't know what to do about them. We've got the traffic update up next. And Michael Bolton said, I loved you, but I lied on light. And we've got Dr. Rajbans here. It's a health-wise free clinic. Adam, what's your question? Hi, Dr. Rajban. I've been having this like um, headache for this past one month already, right? So this headache that I'm be having, I'll be constantly having it every morning, every night before I go to bed. I don't know whether it's migraine or it might be like a normal headache because every single time I'm having it, I'll be eating my painkillers. So I don't know whether it's good or bad. 
Right. Dr. Rajbans, what would you say would be the difference between a regular headache and a migraine? Migraines are classical symptoms, you know, they call, you know, the side throbbing headache with nausea. You get get some, you know, eye signs like, you know, you get some halos from the eyes mm-hmm. and uh, you see bright light, it gets worse. And so migraine and they're and they recurrent, you know, they sometimes they go away with medication, sometimes they don't. And it's probably been something going on for a long time, chronic. You, most people get migraines even in the young childhood and it carries on into much later in age. So something new, any new headache that is there, like he said, just the last one month and it's recurrent. I call this a sinister headaches, you know, mm. that means they have come from nowhere and they are reason. And most people initially will pass it off as stress or, you know, just tension headaches and you know maybe lack of sleep or things like that. But that shouldn't happen continuously for one month. So yeah. he, like our earlier uh, person, we, he should go and see a neurologist. Yeah, he to, mm. yeah, he has to get it checked up. And, you know, today, uh, like a simple CT scan will pick up a lot of things. So he must see a doctor, get it checked up and, uh, you know, make sure that it's really something not so more sinister. All right. Well, Dr. Rajbans, thank you so much for your great advice this week. Any events coming up? Uh, no events, but our Wellness Society, the membership is still free. Oh. We are... <laughs> you know, getting anything interesting. We're getting a lot of sponsors who are really supporting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm even surprised that even pain companies are coming in into wellness. You know, where environmental wellness is concerned. So it's 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 right because the the seven wheels of wellness. You know, they mm-hmm. talk of the financial, social, spiritual, your physical, mental, and all those. In the, you know, if you look at the wellness wheel, the seven, they all must be aligned. And today, I think it's not just the physical part, but everything should be aligned. Yeah. I think people should look at it as a overall thing. And you know, joining the wellness society will help you look at all that alright so that website once more www.wellnesssociety is just one word wellnesssociety.org wonderful thank you so much Dr. Rajbans thank you